your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. I'm going to have Jacob Siamis on with us. He is uh, one of those that helped get the Lacrosse Memorial Pool back up and running. It was closed since like 2015. Opened August 2nd. Have you gone to the pool yet? Do you think the pool should have been there? Do you think the pool should have been destroyed? And because the city has a whole bunch of other pools and indoor pools, do you think maybe the city should have built an indoor pool considering you can only swim in that pool for a couple months of the year? Uh, We'll, we'll ask him a bunch of those questions. We'll we'll grill him on all that stuff. I'm sure he'll he'll be he'll love those an, to answer those questions. Uh, a couple of things on the wisdomnews.com website. Uh, if you want to go to that and check it out, Rob Abraham's not going to seek a full time job as Lacrosse's police chief. I think surprising a lot of people. Um, probably hit on that tomorrow. I'm actually I reached out. I sent an email to Rob and and just to ask if he wanted to come on or talk doesn't necessarily have to be about that per se, but just policing in general, like we've done in the past. And, uh, another story, uh, top U S CEOs rethink the meaning of shareholder value, which I thought was funny. The, uh, first couple of paragraphs of this story on wisdomnews.com, the shareholder comes first has for years been the mantra of the business roundtable, a group of a group that represents the most powerful CEOs in America and they're thinking a new principle on the role of a corporation released today implies a foundational shift, putting shareholders on more equal footing with others that have an interest in the corporation to some degree. So shareholders versus and those other people and groups, groups that include workers, suppliers, customers, and essentially society at large. So uh, CEOs got together, put out a statement today. And said, you know what? With our companies, instead of just looking at the shareholders, we're going to look at workers, suppliers, customers, and society. Riveting. Riveting. Took them that. I took them how long to figure that out? Hey, maybe we should look at society as a whole when it comes to our, our businesses, as opposed to just those who have shares of our stock. Um, over the weekend, if you guys didn't see this, this is awesome. Uh, two Hmong and Laos statues. The soldiers were dedicated at the uh, Veterans Freedom Park that's over on Clinton Street. If you guys have have listened to the show in the morning or in the afternoon, Louis Ferris is 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 like the the guy that that gets things done here in the city when it comes to these statues. He's gotten the the park to he's gotten money donated to raise a World War One statue, a Korean War statue, and uh, female nurses for World War Two, and now he's got. Hmong and Lao soldier statues dedicated. It's pretty awesome. Veterans Freedom Park there. If you guys want to go check those statues out and all the other ones. Um, a few other things. Uh, there was a, looks like a two motor, motorcyclists and a dog injured. Um, there's another story here. I just, I didn't have it pulled up. Uh, when it comes to OWIs on the wisdomnews.com website, on Alaska man charged with six OWI. So this guy uh, apparently over the weekend blew through a stoplight on Mormon Cooley Road doing about 50 miles per hour at 
2.30 p.m. Saturday. So not a.m., but p.m. Uh, Lacrosse County Sheriff's deputy. Oh, when he blew through the light, he collided with an SUV. And uh, that person driving the SUV had to go to the hospital. Police saw police saw this accident. They pulled him over. or Well, he was probably pulled over already at that point after colliding with another car going 50. And uh, he ended up getting a blood draw at the hospital, so we don't know what his blood alcohol content would be. But the officer, the sheriff's deputy, did smell alcohol on his breath and also sitting shotgun in his car was apparently a, a bottle of vodka. So if you're going to drink and drive, at least don't have the bottle of vodka sitting shotgun. Also, don't drink and drive. Um, another lacrosse. And, then, and that person, that was his six OWI for this 42-year-old Alaska man. Also, a lacrosse woman is facing her fourth OWI after a weekend arrest. Uh, she was pulled over because she didn't get over while passing another emergency vehicle stopped on the side of the road. So that's the law now. If a, if a cop has someone pulled over and you can safely get to the other side of the road, you're supposed to. She didn't. She got pulled over and she was cited for OWI as well, her fourth. Um, Wisconsin has kind of relaxed laws when it comes to OWIs. So those people might. <laughs> but when it comes to fourth and six OWIs, those laws shouldn't be as relaxed, right? Uh, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. When we come back from the the news here, we're going to get Jacob Siamis on the phone to talk about Veterans Memorial Pool. They renamed it recently. It used to be just called Memorial Pool. Uh, we could talk about the big swim meet happening there tomorrow. Uh, the grand opening is happening next week. It opened at the beginning of August. If you guys have questions when it comes to this pool, and you know, a lot of people always want to say, fix the roads. Why are we giving money to this pool? Uh <laughs> You know, I'm sure we'll get that. But all right, hold tight. We're going to go to the news right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm your host, Rick Solom. Better Hearing Center, talk and text line 608 785 7914. This is the uh, swimmiest song I could find in 30 seconds, Jacob. <laughs> hope it hope it meets your approval. It. <laughs> it's also a really funny song from Say by, Say by the Bell, but nobody knows that. <laughs> uh, on the on the phone with me, Jacob Siamas, uh, Jacob Como Siamas. Is that what we're doing? Is that how we're doing that? Yeah, my friend Bradley likes to say that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, can you just? I guess we're, we're talking Memorial Veterans Memorial Pool here a little bit. And do you have like some kind of? Did you give yourself some kind of like czar headline, like title for 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 you know being in charge of of the pool fundraising? Wow, no, I definitely not. It's been such a big team effort, but it seems like I am the, become the figurehead of it. But uh, yeah, so many people just pitching in and big, big team effort. That's for sure. How close was the pool to just not opening again? Now, obviously, the veterans. Well, let's just go like this first. Veteran Memorial Pool opened August second, I believe, right? That's right. And it was closed since how, how long has it been closed? Three full seasons, it was closed. It was partially closed for parts of seasons two years prior, so really a long time. And People have been waiting. If you want to point a finger at one thing, what what would be the one, I know there are a bunch of things, but what would be maybe the one thing that, that caused the pool to, okay, we have to close it? Oh, wow. 
you know, I, I think like a lot of like a lot of things, it's you know, it's like a it's a heap of things. So to say it was one thing, just the condition. You know, it was in bad condition. There was this rumor going that it had a leak. We know it didn't have a leak. They just had to meet code by turning the water on to keep the cycles going. It didn't leak 17,000 gallons of water a day? There was no leak. There was no leak. There was also mention that there was going to be a big sinkhole under the pool. There was none of that either. What? A lot of of stories happen at times like this. Kind of unfortunate, but um, we're on a much better path now, aren't we? we got a brand new open pool. It's going to be open (laughs) until August 29th this year. Yeah, like, okay, okay, so tomorrow... Is a go ahead and tell us what's going on there tomorrow. Well, I got a big announcement. Tomorrow's a free day at Veterans Memorial Pool, so everybody come on down, come on, come all. It's a free day, and uh, tomorrow night is going to be the all comers swim meet. So, if you've ever swam in a meet before or you've never swam at all, it's a good chance to try it out. And uh, we're going to have some fun activities that would make it even fun for those of us that don't even know what a freestyle or a backstroke is. You can swim on a noodle. You can come to the swim meet. If you can do a cannonball, we really want to see you make a big splash. It should be a lot of fun. <laughs> but I, I would recommend a lot of families will come and bring all ages and um, just have a good time. I would recommend people that know how to swim come, right? Because if they they don't know how to well, not people that know how to swim come and participate in the meet. Because otherwise, your lifeguards will be be working. Oh yeah, they've already been signing up. Those who want to compete, they they're super psyched. They're like, great, finally an outdoor venue. We'll get eight lanes running at a time, and I can beat my neighbor or beat that person that I've seen on triathlons, whatever. They're awesome. They're they're diehards. So I'm hoping that we'll get some new people to try some things, too. I swim laps. But, um, you can sign up um, on Facebook, or you can send us an email. You can just show up tomorrow um, between 4.30 and 5.30. We'll get you signed up. If you come a little late for those later events, we'll make sure you get, get a chance to play. How, uh, so the, does the meet start at 6.00? So the events will start at 5.30. We'll do, like, okay. the backstroke and the freestyle first. And those will be kind of the more diehard, like I said. And then we'll do the noodle race and the inner tube race and the cannonball towards the end. Yeah, I was going to has to be a fun way to wrap things up. Yeah, I was going to say there needs to be some, like, diving. Are, are you going to have big signs <laughs> with, like, 10, 9, 8, 7 so we can hold up for the worst person that cannonballed, right? Like a zero. Are you volunteering to do that role? Well, we should. Right. We should have wow. some judges, man. We should have... Uh, and then maybe three judges get all the signs, zero through ten, so that we can, you know, give scores on the best and worst <laughs> cannonballs. I, I I think there was mention of us just, you know, by by roar of applause would be the winner. But we should probably have some guest guest score people too. So if you're if you're if you're willing to judge, we'd love to have you. I've uh I've covered a couple of swim meets when I worked for the newspaper. Um, not, not the funnest because they're all indoor meets and it's always like 85 degrees and super humid in there. And I'm not like a big swimmer, but, uh, if I can participate and then judge in a cannonball contest, that would be super fun. Great. Well, I hope to see you. (laughs) Um, Beautiful day tomorrow. It's going to be like 88, perfect day to be hanging out at a pool. Yeah. So I swim every once in a while, just when I, when I feel like I need to get some exercise in and I don't want to go running. And then I, it ends up be, always being like way too hard, like, oh my gosh. And I always feel self-conscious because I feel like I'm being judged by the lifeguard at how terrible I am of, as a swimmer. <laughs> I feel like that lifeguard's like, man, you do not know how to swim, dude. Um, but, but I probably, maybe, maybe I don't take last place if I, if I do like a freestyle event at, at, the, at the meet tomorrow. Cool. Well, I'm excited <laughs> to see you there. You know, and it's it's neat. You know, the other pools just don't have lane swimming. So for us to be able to have a facility that does it so well, we're just so fortunate. 
it's just great. You know, the last few weeks um, I've been popping in and out. You know, I'm not even a big swimmer myself. It's kind of funny. I know more about pools than I could ever care to have learned in a <laughs> lifetime yeah. through this project. But it's so cool. You see families. You see people swimming laps at the same time. There's always laps open. It's just such an age-diverse group of people there, unlike maybe other pools you visited before where it kind of just seems like little kids or, or something else. It's, it's pretty cool. Um. So okay, so that that's happening tomorrow evening, and you said, like you said, free free swimming tomorrow for anyone that wants to come during the day, right? And tomorrow is a free day to swim. That's right. Um, when when uh, and then next week, are you? Do you have any? Can you can you clue us in on next Tuesday on what's going on with the quote unquote grand opening? Yeah, so you got to have a big celebration. We. We had the first jump in for the first day. You know, you kind of want to soft open a pool. You don't want to hit the ground running with too many people because you got to work out kinks. And so um, now that we've had some weeks under our belt, um, things are in good order, and um, it's the right time to have everyone come and celebrate. And really, to some degree, we're kind of closing the season. You know, we're, we're proud that we're able to be the only pool open right now, the one that's going to stay open latest in the season, hopefully also the one open earliest in the season come spring. And so we're going to celebrate all of that. Um, really such a community effort to bring this pool back to life and already start enjoying it. Now, so we I... have a social with hot dogs and chips and ice cream. Um, get in the pool and swim. If you're not a swimmer, no big deal. Hang out poolside and then just enjoy the celebration. There'll be a, we'll cut some kind of a ribbon. Got to get some kids to do that, right? Yeah, maybe maybe put the ribbon like over the diving board and have them like run through it. <laughs> into a cannonball yeah definitely um now you said you're giving away you're you're, you're gonna have hot dogs ice cream uh, all that stuff to eat and then wait 15 minutes before using the pool is that how that's gonna work then <laughs> come on that's old news you don't get cramps from eating food before swimming we know that now that's that's just something get, your mom told you when you're well, little how many hot dogs you know how many hot dogs and ice cream i'll be able to put down before i want to go swimming not a contest. Come on. <laughs> I think I think I would have to wait 15 minutes just out of my own just just to get my stomach to uh, feel better after. That. <laughs> Not a good idea. Yeah, you don't want to puke in the pool. Yeah. Uh, how how diff- like how, can you? I guess when we come back, we can get to a little bit to the nitty gritty of this. But like, how difficult was uh, to get? Was it to get you guys to where you're at now, where the pool is open? And w- w- was it a long and hard road? I think the hardest thing was that it's just always been led by volunteers. And, um, you know, I really, hats off, I really have so much um, more appreciation for all the nonprofits that are in this community um, and the work that they do, um, many of which have some have paid staff. Um, so the group that came together here was unique in so much as, you know, when people had to um, tag out because, you know, they're doing a wedding for their child or they have some family illness or you know, people kind of cycled in and out um, to make it happen. But that that was really the hardest thing. That's where the biggest effort came in was just all the volunteers. I mean, half a million dollars. You know, I hope to say that we've succeeded at that here in the next couple of weeks. We've got this $40,000 matching challenge out there. So we're hoping everyone will help us get across the finish line. Yeah, uh, a little bit about that. So the if I get all this right, I'm not sure. The the city council or the city of La Crosse approved $3.1 million for the pool and then you guys, as yep. as volunteers and as a group, just decided, hey, we're going to help pitch in on this thing so that the taxpayers aren't on the on the hook for for all of that. 
we're going to raise $500,000 for this pool and you're you're inching you're you're inches away from getting there, right? And people always they kind of turn their head and say, "Wait, explain that to me again." But this is really pretty common. We just haven't seen it much in our community and that's just the public private partnership, right? Where the public brings some money to the to the table in some kind of a private way. In this case, it was just this group of people is committed to trying to raise $500,000 for the pool. Um, and we had just talked to a lot of people in the community to get a sense of what maybe we was achievable. And that half million dollars just kept coming to the top. So if we weren't able to raise that half million dollars, the city would be on the hook. They understood that. But it was really a kind of a you know promise by us to say we'll give it our best effort. Sure. And um, um, it truly worked out. Hopefully it's a model for other projects to come. Now, what would it cost if we wanted to go with, like, WIZM presents Veterans Memorial Pool, and we get a big billboard, a big sign, and we just, we, we <laughs> WIZM gets the naming rights for the pool. How much would that cost? We have nothing to do with that. Yeah, sorry, you won't, you won't get us involved. The city, especially with large facility areas, that's all. They've got policies and procedures. Oh, I thought we were that. doing, we, like, a we private... We can help with the little stuff, though. We can help with the little stuff. So, <laughs> you want to name a diving board? Yeah, right. Dedicate your... <laughs> We can do that. <laughs> Starting block, awesome. We're on top of it. Yeah, like maybe but, um, uh, WICM yeah, can't do. WICM presents <laughs> the first open meet or something. Yeah. Uh, now we're okay. Events, yeah, events. We can we can pull that off. Right, definitely. That. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask the coffers at WICM if they want to put some money into that. Um, six zero eight seven eight five. Overflowing coffers. Yeah, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. The Better Hearing Center talking text line. We're gonna bring Jacob back and 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 talk about like the road to getting to where we're at now with the the Veterans Memorial Pool after Scott's comment and the news. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to talk to Jacob Siamis from the Lacrosse Memorial Pool. Um, we don't have a name, Jacob. We need a name for you guys. What are what are what are we calling you guys? Yeah, it's a campaign. The campaign, campaign. yeah, the campaign, the fun. But you are the czar of the campaign, the the fun lacrosse <laughs> memorial pool. I'm the campaign manager. Yeah, I don't even get a vote on the steering team. Just just get all the work. Hey, uh, uh, every day I try to do an animal fact, so I just want to let you guys know. And and Jacob, you can put in on this if you want. Uh, there once was a type of crocodile that could gallop. My uh, animal fact of the day. So I'm just what? throwing just throwing that out there. Galloping <laughs> crocodile. A galloping crocodile. It'd be fun. Uh, maybe get someone in a crocodile suit at the pool. You know, during the grand opening, just to gallop around. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to ask Jacob about the effort to to get Memorial Pool back up and running, uh, I think he'd be happy to answer any questions. Um, when did you guys start putting this? this committee or, or, or can't, you know, volunteer com- committee together to be like, Oh, it looks like we might lose the pool. We need to do, is that kind of how it went? We might lose this pool. We need to do something about it. Well, three years ago, um, really it was kind of the, just the, the neighborhood that was closest to the pool suggesting like, Hey, we could, we should start looking at this more seriously. And they did a small fundraiser, for a programming study and a facility and a facility study to say, hey, what could we do with this piece of the property? At that time, the city was wasn't really it didn't appear was looking as seriously at keeping it and wanted had a you know a bunch of other options on the table, and I think that was really galvanizing. Um, at that time, it was kind of, it was just called Save Memorial Pool, 
Um, and it wasn't until the fall of you know last year when the city council approved the expenditure and the final design that we really formed the Veterans Memorial Pool campaign with the goal of raising the 500000 So uh-huh. we're really looking forward to using those programming and facility studies further. You know, the hope is that building aquatics at Veterans Memorial Pool will spill over to the other two pools, and you'll see rec swimming coming back. You'll see, um, you know, aqua fitness coming back. We'd like to have lane swimming at both the pools. We have... Um, small modifications that can be done to both those pools to get lane swimming back again. So there's a big vision here. It's not just about this pool. Coming from the guy that a couple of years ago didn't know anything about swimming or pools or care, really, right? Like you just didn't. <laughs> now you've had to learn all this stuff. Well, we all care about it in a way because we all grew up with some kind of pool accessible to us. I mean, that's where a lot of our formative swimming experience comes from. Without that, mm-hmm. people don't learn how to swim. And in this community, we have too many adults who don't know how to swim. So um, it's when kids have time. It's a lot of independence that's offered by just, hey, go to the pool in the summer. It's pretty special. So when this, when this all started, the pool closed in 2015, uh, and you, you kind of squashed some of this a little bit. But the rumors were that the pool was leaking. I, th- I think at first it was like 5,000 gallons a day, and then it was 17,000 gallons a day, and then there was going to be a sinkhole under the pool, and maybe everything was just going to fall. <laughs> um, how, when you learned or heard, did you hear about that first or did you, like, how did that come to be, that news? You know, it just, when those stories came up and you investigated them, you just, you, you could get to the bottom pretty quickly. Um, you know, it was just a lot of false information and uh, I was unfortunate that that had to happen, but that just, that really just makes people more frustrated and pissed off, quite honestly. And, um... And then you see you're kind of working against different efforts than you really wanted to in the first place. But that's all behind us now. We're, we're really glad there's a real change culture um, in this project and I think other projects across the city. We're really lucky to be working closely with the Parks Department on this now. Um, another thing, when the pool was, when you guys were first in the planning process, I think at some point there was a study done that said, I think it, it ranked seven places where a pool could be. And number one, the number one place was out at the golf course by on Lozy. Now I, I can't think of what the golf course is called now. The the city owned golf course, yeah, Forest, Forest Hills. Hills, yeah. And uh, I think the pool where it's at now is ranked number four. Um, I, I, when you do you remember those rankings and what did you think when those came out? Well, <laughs> we'd be getting really deep in the weeds here, but it was the way they kind of looked at the survey um, information. If you look at it one way, it was based on one criteria. You look at it another way, it was based on another. Memorial Pool was always the preferred site from most people. It was always number one. It became it was ranked by like the engineering consultants that were hired by you know the parks director at the time that it indicated that was their first choice. But then you know a lot of people in that area of the city didn't want to have the pool there either. Well, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have the pool at Forest Hills Golf Course, which is, you know, kind of on the edge of town, and there's a ton of traffic because who's going to who's going to the pool? A bunch of kids are going to the pool, so let's have them cross Lowsey Boulevard to get there. And maybe, maybe I guess from an engineering perspective, where could we build a pool, and where would it be easiest and maybe most cost feasible? Whatever they looked at, maybe Forest Hills is ranked number one there, but when it comes to community and and maybe safety, that that might be the worst place to put it. It's the least accessible, especially to our population with the greatest need. You know, Veterans Memorial Pool is accessible to the central part of the city. 
um, you know, the kids that grow up going, you know, living in Washburn and downtown and Powpoke Hamilton, that's the closest pool for them, as well as Grandview and Wagenhogen. You know, those kids go to Emerson Elementary School. They're like a stone's throw away from it, so they know how to get there. There's bus access. There's bike access. It's, it's perfect for what a public community pool should be. Out there at Forest Hills, it just fits a different vision. It's more of a country club vision. And um, I think people really miss that country club pool, and, and I think, you know, I do too. But um, in terms of priority, we've got to save the community pool first. And if there's a desire for a more country club-type facility, maybe an indoor facility here, I'd help support that effort. But first, we've got to build up the aquatic participation. We just have really, really low participation when you look at us compared to other communities, and that's not right. Um, when, when you guys were going through, like, what does this pool need, what was the number one? The, the Memorial Pool, because I think I read on the website, uh, Memorial is it memorialpool.org? Yep, memorialpool.org. And a lot of good information there, you know, even from from history, the pool being built in, I think, 1938 to, you know, just the whole process. Um, you guys, I, I read on there that you guys wanted to complement the other pools in the city or in the area as opposed to, com- well, you're not really competing with them, but the, the idea was to complement them. And so yeah. w- what did you guys decide? Was that with, you know, we need to complement other pools in the city by having lane swimming? Was that the number one thing or a diving board or what was it? An adaptable space that could do a lot of things. That was the number one thing. But lane swimming was what we didn't have at either of the other two pools. There's no standard lap length. There's no place to put lanes at all. So, you know, there used to be rec swimming teams here, you know, and all of our outlying communities have rec swim teams. We're like a huge city. We should have a rec swim team. Now, the Wave does a real nice job through the Y. um, But in terms of that maybe other level, where people are just getting their first formative experience in a, something close by, a rec swim team through Parks and Rec is ideal. So we got to bring it back. Yeah. So that was the number one thing. And then, you know, the rest was nostalgia. People really wanted to have a slide like they had in the past. They wanted a diving board like the past. Um, early on, we decided we weren't going to have zero depth um, because the other two pools have a lot of zero depth, and that's the area of the pool that gets used the least. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have an inch at a certain grade over a big area. So you suddenly sink all this area into zero depth. Then you don't have much swimming space. Yeah, go this hose. to be a swimming pool, like yeah. swimmers. Yeah, know? go hose down your lawn if you want to, like, splash in, in some water. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of splash pads in the city. Go to those. Um, yeah, a diving board. It do, I don't know if the other – I don't go to swimming pools <laughs> in lacrosse. So do the other pools have a diving board? Because I have a, a friend that lives, you know, a cabin out in a lake and – the diving board is the thing that I use all the time. So that that's yeah. like number one for me. You know, there used to be four diving boards at Memorial Pool. Someone said there were six. I can't find a picture of six, but I know for sure there were four. And uh, they included really high dives. At that time, it was like a nine-foot depth, maybe even less. And you had to really have a skill to hit the water and, and then rise up to the surface. Now you got to have 11-foot depth, and not, not so much to worry. But there is a diving board. There's a nice slide. It's sort of in between the small slide at Erickson and the big slide at Erickson is got a spiral staircase getting to the top. My favorite feature is there's an underwater bench, so you can sit up against a wall and three-foot water and, and put do your bench arms pre- back and, and just... Oh, one for chill. sitting? I thought you meant do bench presses underwater. <laughs> That's aquatic fitness to a new level. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, just like at a bench you sit on against a wall and take in the world, maybe watch your kids swim or just soak if you have therapeutic needs. Um, so... 
And then just the, the one one other thing too is, uh, and I don't know, are you guys next year when you open? Are you planning on opening earlier or staying open later? Because it seems funny to me that the other pools are closed. August always feels like the hottest month of the year in Wisconsin. So, is there any any talk of being able to whether you get you know whether you need lifeguards or funding to keep the pools open longer? To you know, because these are sometimes the hottest days. Yeah, you know, they they've had a hard time recruiting lifeguards. I think um, they they had a little bit easier time this year. I think they'll have an even better time last next year. So yeah, if you have kids who want a great summer job, give them a, get them a job as a lifeguard. Um, we, we're hoping to take advantage more of UWL students and Viterbo students. Um, they're really looking for it. They raised their minimum wage, which made a big difference too to their recruitment. So. Um, that's been the issue. So yes, this pool was designed. It's a first of all, it's a. Everyone always asks me, is it heated? And I say, eh, no one wants to sleep in a swim in a hot tub. You don't want to sleep swim in a hot pool. You want to swim in a temperature controlled pool. And that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's temperature controlled. So uh, we're going to make sure it's the right um, temperature all the time. Okay. And that means we have a, we can have a longer season than was there in the past. So you can open it earlier, can keep it open later. It's in a central location, so it makes sense for it to be the pool that stays open latest yeah. and open the earliest. And, and most people will swim on cold weather days if you're swimming laps or being active, right? Right. So it's perfect for that. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. Like if, and if you're going to have one pool open, why not have the newest pool open that seems to have the most features, right? It's got a little everything for, for everybody, and it's centrally located. Yeah, it really is. All right. Thanks a lot, Jacob, for, for calling in and, and giving us a, a, a rundown on the pool. And, uh, again, the pool, you, what's the swim meet called tomorrow? It's like an open? It's, for a swimmer, it's a swim meet for all comers, so anyone can. And it's a free day at the pool tomorrow. So rally all your troops and come on down, enjoy your pool for the first or maybe your tenth time, depending on how often you've been there this year. It's a free day at the Veterans Memorial Pool tomorrow. All right. Thanks a lot. That's Jacob Siamas, uh, part of the 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 fundraising effort or the community campaign effort to to get the pool back in lacrosse. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones real quick, uh, maybe. Nope, that number three hung up on me. Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll just wrap up right here on WIZM. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. We're going to go right to the phones. Number three wants to talk about the fake news that had to deal with the pool. Go ahead, number three. First of all, I want to congratulate you on a whole week without getting shot out of the saddle. Okay, thanks. Right? Okay. And I was wondering who's pulling whose leg on this pool water. I heard the guy say it wasn't leaking, and then I hear the park and recreation, and the mayor tell me that it's losing about two tanker loads of water a day, 18,000 gallons. Who's kidding who and why would they say that? I want you to find out for me. Yeah, we'll have to get to the uh, sink, bottom of the sinkhole with that one, right? Yeah, because, I mean, I heard there was water seeping all over that place, and now this guy said it wasn't leaking. So somebody's not giving us the true story. Right. And then if it was leaking, do we were we worried about a sinkhole? Well, the water's got to go someplace. You can't put two semi-loads of water in a hole at some time, and it's got to end up someplace. But evidently it was going somewhere. Sure. All right. So find that out for me, would you? Yeah, I'm going to have the mayor on, I think, next week, Monday. So maybe we'll ask him. That'll be a good, he likes good questions. That'll be a good question for the mayor. Yeah, all right. Thanks for the call. on your calendar. Yep. Thanks, Rick. Yep, Yep, bye.
Yeah, that was always kind of interesting. It seemed like one of those weird, like, okay, the pool's leaking and they're 17,000 gallons of water a day. And, and that that number rose, too, as, as the, the weeks went on. So uh, I don't know really know where that news came from. And uh, some other things, too, the the bathhouse. I think with the pool, the, the pool cost $3.1 million. That's what the city council approved. And uh, 1.4 million of that was actually used on the pool itself. The rest was actually spent renovating the pool house. So if you can, if you think about that, the pool house, I believe, has a historic designation. So they had to had to renovate it. I guess. I, I guess I, I probably should have asked Jacob when he was on the phone about that. But uh, yeah, most of that funding went towards the pool house, or or a little more, a little more than half of it at least. Um, and some some people that helped out with their their. Um, fundraising effort. The Ho Chunk Casino donated fifty thousand dollars, or Ho Chunk Casino, Ho Chunk Nation in Lacrosse donated fifty thousand dollars, and Lacrosse Community Foundation donated fifteen thousand uh, dollars. I guess we uh, go back to the phones here. Yeah, who's this? This is Joe. Hey, Joe, what you got? Hey, I just wanted to mention if that pool was leaking seventeen thousand gallons of water, they should have had Foxconn build the plant here. I could have supplied them with the water they needed and uh, killed two birds with one stone. I feel like Foxconn needs 7 million gallons of water a day. Well, wasn't that what it was leaking, I heard? 17,000 gallons versus 7 million gallons. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's probably going to, you know, after they factor down, you know, about a third of the jobs that they said and scale it down. We probably could have saved the money on the pool, fed the extra water to Foxconn, killed two birds with one stone. Yeah, definitely. All right, thanks, Joe, for the call. Uh, yeah, some other things with the pool. Tomorrow, big big open swim meet. It's also a free day at the pool, so if any of you want to just go swimming for free, I uh, don't know what, what it costs. Maybe if you guys want to text in what it costs uh, to go swimming any other day. Um couple of texts here having kids cross Losey boulevard to get to forest hills if they were going to build the pool there which was the number one option in one of those studies they did of where the where best the pool could be one of those studies said that the best place to do it would have been uh at Lo- forest hills so having kids cross Losey boulevard to, to get to that pool not a great idea another guy tom texts in where's eric it's a good show but uh he's he misses eric today 608-785, I guess if you want to text in, 608-785-7914. I'll answer your text after the fact, but uh, we're going to take a, another, bre- another break. I think we're done. I think the show's over. I'm trying to – I got a couple of spots to get in yet. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll do this all over again uh, right here on Wisdom.